Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. You're very welcome back. <laughs> I'm sorry. Steady, steady. Uh, you're listening to Moncrief Show on News Talk 106 208 53106 um, for your texts or email afternoon at newstalk.com or tweet me. Um, Tom, don't stand in every show today. <laughs> yes, as you can tell, we've been joined by Barbara Scully and Declan Buckley. Barbara Scully's actually being very quiet and sensible sitting here. It's Declan Buckley who's been extraordinarily really, kitty. I really apologise to I've been encouraged by you. <laughs> Tom. He is a bit. He is a bit. A bit. I think Fine. Declan would be one of those people that wouldn't be allowed to sit near at school. No, you wouldn't. You'd be separated. <laughs> no, we'd like, be separated yeah. by the... For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was always being separated from people in <laughs> school. Yeah. What did your school influence. report say? Always. Declan seems to know what he's talking about, but he's a very bad influence on the weaker pupils. I bet you didn't say Declan seems to know <laughs> no, what he's talking about. <laughs> that's good. Stop. I made that up. That was a really it good wasn't. one. It wasn't. Because nobody no, believed that for a minute. Declan could do better. Why the could do better. What a strong one. <laughs> no, he has real like, you know. Was that what was on your report? <laughs> no. What was on your report? Uh, I don't know. What was the comment that kept... There's always a comment that... Mine was too talkative in class. Oh, damn, I had that a lot. A disruptive. Yeah. Disruptive in class. I loved that better. I was disappointed if I didn't get that in my school report yeah. that I was disruptive. You got nothing. Did you yeah, go to school? The brothers paid the mo- the. I think he's the one near the back, is what they say. Has your yeah. son a birthmark? Then I know him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I was like a lighthouse. Like I stood out. I couldn't ever get involved in anything because I was caught immediately because I could be seen from miles away. Like you know. Yeah. No, I was able to blend in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. That was the survival skill. I was like a monkey. I was swinging out of the classroom looking for attention. You know. <laughs> in high heels. They used to have the windows open. So we wouldn't get TB. Yeah. So I'll be swinging out of the rafters going. They still yeah. have windows open. The windows are still <laughs> open. Yeah, there we go. The world is a circle. Um, we were talking about the Pope. I just uh, we, were, we were talking about the Pope in the studio about his views, you know, and you, you kind of think they might be slightly out of date, really. Is that what, what you're saying? I don't know why anybody pays any attention, really. Why most people, I mean, if you're a dyed-in-the-wool Catholic and you yeah. sign up to all the nonsense and I know I'm offending loads of people that the Catholic Church, you know, kind of yeah. go on with, um, which is a long way from what Jesus taught us. Uh, well, then fine. But I mean, anybody else is kind of going like, why are we surprised that the Pope comes out with something so ridiculous? I know I was surprised. God, I had, no. he, he has said a few good things recently. He, did, he had a few views on climate change. But the bar there, is really low when it comes to Pope. It's all like, a bit like esoteric. I, I always think that when yeah, and, and the previous Pope was even more kind of um, fake academic about his pronouncements that they were they were they were always kind of. Um, theologically sound for people who were like you know into the whole thing but they were never inspiring enough and I think that I really believe that the popes have missed a trick on being inspiring like taking a moral standpoint that's actually going to um, encourage people in the world that we live in um, you mean in climate change? Climate change, yeah, yeah, social yeah, inequality, yeah, all right. the stuff that's actually happening to humans. Okay. So they could take a better standpoint instead of like, you know... It's, it's hard by divesting themselves of some of their immense right. wealth. I, I better just say that all of these are in <laughs> yeah. Barbara's opinions on the Catholic Church. Which oh, Barbara's opinions, strong not the opinions views of views on, on, yes, strong yes, views. Yes, yes, yes. Well, please, I've had a bruising encounter recently with a certain religious address order, so all it has coloured my views. Disagreements possibly. to Barbara. Yes. Yeah. Seek her out. Thank you, Sister Barbara. You'll see me a mile off, as I've already said. So, yeah, easy to find. Thanks. uh, I think we can leave the church alone and try to help these poor listeners. Will we try that? (laughs) Maybe the church is the answer for these people. We'll find that out. (laughs) Afternoon at newstalk.com for your uh, questions. The first one is from somebody who feels they're uh, getting ghosted. Holy ghosted. (laughs) Very good, Declan. Straight in. Yep. 
There I am. He's fast. He's fast. Uh, I've been separated for two years and I've decided I'm ready to start dating again. My friends who have tried online dating have told me horror stories and that I'd be better off developing a thick skin because ghosting is a distinct possibility and it hurts. So I got chatting to this guy online uh, for a week or two and then we met up and went for a walk. He didn't uh, kiss. It was just a walk. We arranged a second date and he said he was looking forward to kissing me. That was lovely to hear. And then nothing at all. The week went by, the day of the second by went by and nothing. I had been ghosted. And my friends were right. It bloody hurts. What bugs me is a stranger, which this man really is, was able to hurt me. I don't know if this online dating lark is for me. Should I uh, keep doing it or forget the whole thing? And how the hell am I going to develop a thick skin? Well, there we go. Ghosting. Yeah. Ghosting, Barbara. Ghosting. I think um, we're all looking at you, Barbara. Yeah, yeah. For some okay. reason, I don't know why, but we are. Yeah, yeah, sure. Look at... Um, I, do you know that, it's only when you read that out again that that line of he said he was looking forward to kissing me have you ever said ever you were looking forward that? to kissing somebody I'm looking forward to kissing you really now, looking forward to kissing maybe time. she was saying no not now on the first date and he was going well I'm really looking forward to doing kissing it on our next date when you say that it's creepy yeah, it is creepy well, it is there's creepy. something really looking, she should have run a while at that stage anyway um, but no I mean I don't think she needs to necessarily develop a thick skin but I do think she needs to perhaps change her perception around the whole online dating thing because to me Online dating, so she who's never yep. dabbled in this at all. But to me, it's a bit like comparing the experience of shopping in real life with shopping online. So you go into a shop and you see like a nice guna and you can feel it and touch it and see what the material is like. Easy and you can hold it up. <laughs> and you can hold it up against you and you can even, you know, it. more or less sometimes nowadays, but you could have always tried it on and you can see how it looks on you and you can make a decision and you can go, yeah, I really love this dress. I'm going to buy it. And you compare that to ordering it online where you see it on a screen on somebody else and you go, oh, yeah, I think that yeah. would do. But you can't really yeah. understand what it is until it arrives. And then you put it on. It looks like nothing like what you had. So that's really what online dating is like. So in other words, you can do the chatting online and all the rest of it. But until people meet in real life, you've no real idea yeah. as to how you're going to really feel about this person. So like I think it's a bit like taking a car for a mm. test drive. Like she went for a test drive with your man. And obviously... Maybe she liked your man more than he liked her. But I think this ghosting thing has become one of these like terms that people are like, oh, my God, he ghosted me. And OK, all he did was really bad manners. You know, yeah. it's not good manners to just disappear. Is and that the definition behind. of ghosting? Not turning up? Is that? I think it's just, yeah, ignoring it's, somebody. It's, it's isn't like it? it's discontinuing contact after like a social so engagement. Like a ghost. And They're then gone. you just never appear again. Yeah. Yes. 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 Okay. Yeah. Right. And I think she just needs to change her perception around that because yeah. that's all that happened. They didn't have a relationship. They went for a walk. And then there was but no more. But he lied more. to her, Barbara. He about lied. the kissing. <laughs> about the kissing. He lied about the kissing. <laughs> you Look know, at I agree with you. I think, I think, I think, I think unfortunately, uh, the mystique around online dating is kind of, is a, bit, a little bit of a nonsense because people have been exchanging love letters since back in the day, you know, back since we were in the Gale Talks. Um, and like, <laughs> I think the reality of it is, is that that's not, it's not unusual to be contacting somebody who you've never met and developing some kind of a, you know, relationship of whatever kind of a relationship. And I think if this woman thinks about it like that, that that's all that's really happening. Yeah. You know, you're, you're getting to know somebody slowly. You went to meet them. 
they implied that they wanted to see you again and they implied that they would like to become more intimate with you and then they never speak to you ever again. That's rude and ignorant. And, but that's and, all and it it's is. a product yes. of the the kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The kind the of anonymity yeah. around and, social and is, media. Is that why your friends are saying you need to develop th- thick skin? Because yeah. that's what happens. Because it's a bit, because the world is a bit rough and ready but in that But the problem really there. isn't the fact, I mean, okay, the pro- I'm not excusing ghosting, which as, as you said, and I agree with, it's just bad manners. It's very bad manners. Um, but that's all it is like you know what I mean and she's reading so much more into this uh, um, yeah. event than is actually real so right. I, I th- I'm starting to really go at the friends here she, she's thin skinned this is something that but goes on a lot she's also vulnerable and she's also she's also engaging with this thing for the very first time yeah. so the whole thing feels um, bigger than it probably really is it also feels more difficult than it actually probably is and it's all just this experience and also as well she met somebody she got a bit of a flutter uh, butterflies and then it turned out to be a bit of a deflating experience <laughs> that that hurts <laughs> not that kind of deflation and she's kind of like she's upset by that that's her that's a normal thing Reaction, and that would have happened yeah, yeah. If she had had a bad date with somebody who she'd met in a more conventional way. So I think at the end of the day, she just needs to take it day by day and just, you know, don't give up, throw the baby out with the bathwater because the reality of it is is that loads of people meet really nice people. And don't read too much into it until you get a good bit further down the line. Do you know? Um, Listeners saying maybe he met somebody else he preferred in the meantime. Maybe he met what he said that he went on another date and he enjoyed that more. Maybe she's taking it a bit too personally. If she went on more dates, I'm sure many more guys would like to say they want to kiss her and then she'd be laughing. (laughs) Um, she may have misheard and he probably said I'm really looking forward to ghosting you (laughs) I'm really I'm really going to miss you and I'm really going to kiss you yeah (laughs) I'm really looking forward to to missing missing you you. (laughs) there's a song about that isn't there yeah if something like this happens she's just moving on to the next one that was what was going through my mind that you read about New York where online dating is like almost a sport and that people will line up three on a Friday night box off half an hour for each of them yeah because that's what it's like like it is like test driving because it's commodification and yeah. because it's actually it is, it is it's like a transactional thing they're buying something they're looking yeah. at the dress in the yes. shop and they're seeing whether they want to yeah. kiss it and they're moving on you know I like the other one better or yeah. you know it's like yeah. I really want to buy that thing and you walk by another shop window and you go well I only have 50 quid so that's what I'm going to spend my money on and, and that's, that's probably what happened to her that's where the thick skin comes from yeah, so um, here's one now for my word uh, my father wants to get a tattoo my dad is in his late 60s and has decided he wants to get a tattoo he's never had one in his life and I'm not sure he actually has thought this through he recently retired I think he's gone through a bit of a midlife crisis it's too late for a midlife crisis (laughs) and he's looking for a distraction he wants to get a long snake like thing down his right arm like it'll be massive. My mother is mortified and to be honest, I'd be pretty embarrassed if he goes ahead with it. He's threatening to get it for his birthday in March and I know he's his own man but I want to try and talk about it. Help me please. Well, we're not. That's we me. That's my, I think we've looked at Barbara. We haven't looked at yeah. Come on. I d- look, I mean, she already knows the answer to the thing. If the guy wants to get a tattoo, let him get a tattoo. Tattoos are, are very prevalent. I mean, I don't have a tattoo. Do you have a tattoo? No. No. But I mean, I'm, I'm not 60 yet, though. So, I mean, like, it's one of those things that, you know, I don't know whether. It's my birthday next Tuesday. I'll be 60. <laughs> I got it in there, right? Yeah, you she did. Thanks. I'm in. telling everybody now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll be 60 next Tuesday. You're just letting get a everybody know. For it? I, you know what? I have thought about it. <laughs> but snake I'm a around. bit of a baby. I don't even have my ears pierced, so probably so not. So, none of us have tattoos. No. no. All right. 
Yeah, well, we're great Tattoo people virgins. to give advice here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, this is hard we? But that, I mean, for me, that's an essential thing. I just don't like tattoos. I don't want a tattoo, so my advice would always be, Ugh, don't get a tattoo. But a lot of people like them, and and I in do fact, like them. They're really. If I'm you're surprised a, you don't. Be you know, I don't. Road, I, like. I'm very bad at picking clothes. I very often buy things and I never wear them. But I you're known for your shirts. I would do the same with a you're, tattoo. You're a fashion icon when it comes to shirts. Yeah, but I've had a lot of shirts back home. You've never seen the light oh, really? of day, and that would happen with a tattoo. I just know I'd be going, oh no. You see, that's the thing about a tattoo is that it is a permanent yeah. artwork that goes onto your body um, and it's there for the entire length of your body. So perhaps putting it onto your body when you're 60 is less it's risky than putting it onto your body when you're 20. So, you know, the guy's lived his life. He kind of knows his life. He's not going to be going for job interviews where somebody's yeah. going to judge him. So yeah. look, there's loads of reasons why I just think let yeah. him do it. Let him but, make But maybe mistake. advise him on what to get. I think the snake no. sounds like a disaster. No, no. This guy is a 60. Snake. Or in his, whatever he is, I'm 60. He's in his he's late, late 60s. 60s. Yeah. Like, he's entitled to do whatever the hell he wants. If he wants to get a big whole sleeve up his arm and no down regrets. his back. That's fine. Let him do it. I don't understand why this daughter thinks that she even has a right to have an opinion about it. I mean, no, you can have an opinion about it. She can say to him, I don't like your tattoo. That's fine if he asks her. But he's not asking. He doesn't need her permission or her approval to go and get it done. And also, (laughs) being on the precipice of this great decade, it is a kind of a now or never kind of uh, time of life. Yeah, it certainly is. I always wanted to get a tattoo. And as you say, maybe like jobs and girlfriends and all that, I didn't. But now... I'm where and I am. Yeah. Can you still and get think, nice ones at that age? Do you know what I'd worry I've, about is that your skin would... No, I'm not talking about me, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Let me be clear. But like your skin gets would a bit kind of... Up. Yeah, it wouldn't be as taut yeah, as it's it like, is. When it's like you're trying younger. to do a mural on the side of a house, but it's a pebble tattoo. Exactly. Exactly. Go, I can't really get the definition of what I want. And wanted. the snake might look a bit, you know, kind of wobbly. He won't be as, yeah, as snaky like, yeah. as maybe. I, I was thinking, you know, if you're, you, when you're young and beautiful, it's body art. Yes. You know, you know it accentuates how young yeah. and beautiful you are, which is great. Maybe not quite the same kettle of fish. That the, the and maybe on, now they changed. Yeah. Like I saw on the news yesterday that they, they've, they've disallowed uh, tattoo artists from using certain colours and stuff like that because the European Union believes that they're not safe, they're toxic, whatever. So even the, a lot of people got colourful sleeve art over right. the last maybe 10, 20 years. Got very colourful, like yeah. yellows and blues and stuff. But apparently a lot of those colours are no longer That's right. being used. Yes. So he oh. might be down to getting the old like Irene yeah. and a big... Yeah, cancel it. You know, anchor. Older, pe- people. older people are still beautiful, guys. Maybe it's his way of celebrating his body and the time he has left. Oh, I didn't say older people were beautiful. No, we didn't. No, but, I don't but, think I but said it's, it's, I agree with uh, that. All right. um, the, the, I'm 62 Obviously. and I don't have a tattoo, but I think they're really sexy. Let him get what he wants. Maybe if she encourages her dad to take it slowly, uh, like do go out and practice designs, go to the tattoo parlour and set the process, see the process God. being done. Maybe find out it's, it's actually quite painful. That might Yeah, but I mean, loads of, there are loads of brilliant tattoo artists that do brilliant. They're actually, you know, as I already mentioned, I'm not really a big fan of tattoos, but I can appreciate when somebody else gets good tattoos as opposed to somebody who gets kind of a sketchy kind of a, oh, I'm on my holidays in Ayanapa and I'm a bit drunk, go on, put anything on my arm. Um, people have made loads of tattoo mistakes over their lives. Yeah. But, but there are also some really, you know, beautiful for, for other good ones for that a little bit later on I mean, is, yeah. are there age kind of ones that suit you more at that age or, or I don't it's know it's the, the snake that eats itself you know that kind of everything lasts forever kind of suggestions please to 53106 <laughs> yeah. really is you know like Barbara's I do tattoo. know I do know a friend of mine who got a really cool one it's kind of a little Chinese thing on her uh, on her wrist and it's she would be older than you 
Which, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I would. I mean, I, I'm just a baby. I, I, as I say, I haven't had my ears pierced because I'm a bit scared of all that kind of stuff. I don't yeah. like doing things that hurt. Yeah. You know, unless you have to. You know, cool. if you have to for medically. But well, every time I see it on her, I think, oh, it's, it's cool. cool. She's cool. Yeah, yeah, but you're either cool. cool or you're not. I don't think a tattoo makes you cooler. Thing. You're either cool or you're not. Yeah. Well, I, nowadays, more cool people have tattoos again. than don't. Yeah, so no, it's true. Yeah, yeah. Having a tattoo well, is kind of the Tattoo issue. suggestions, please, to 53106. We'd love to hear from you. We're going to have a quick break and more life or death issues to be solved after that. You're very welcome back. Tom, i with you. Uh, standing in for Sean today. 53106 your text or email afternoon at newstalk.com. We've Barbara and Declan with us giving um, sensational advice. And there's great advice coming in for a tattoo. A good tattoo for the older man is do not resuscitate. Oh my god, oh, that's terrible. Yeah, Bill oh, and Oh my god, just Bill DNR. Like. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Um, uh, let me see. Uh, get a henna tattoo initially, to Geraldine. It's his body. Maybe she should support him and get a matching one. I'm getting a matching snake if she doesn't like it on him I don't think she's going to like it on yeah. her okay yeah. I'm a 59 year old man I'm heavily tattooed and I got to tell you I look fantastic yeah Very good to the there now yeah. pebble dash versus smooth plaster fantastic definitely <laughs> <laughs> he's on fire today yes, he he's on fire I'm over 60 and I'm going to get my first tattoo of my 18 year old daughter the same tattoo her choice which is a fairy a fairy okay mm. I like fairies <laughs> <laughs> Some of my best friends are fairies. For her 70th birthday, my mom's friend got a tattoo in her wrist. This day, my mom says that it looks like a children's watch as she had a Disney uh, character tattooed. Elaine says she's obviously not liking that one. Uh, you three are like children. I love it. The man should have Sorry, the tattoo. Sorry, who's she referring to us? Yes. How very dare yeah. you. How very, How very dare, dare you. you. If he goes to a reputable tattoo parlour, the artist will advise him the snotty daughter should be more supportive and less opinionated. Oh, I like that woman. Yes, Rosie in Longford. I knew that was a woman. Good woman, yes. Rosie. Uh, I'm a 63-year-old woman. I'm thinking of getting my first tattoo. It's just a fun thing to do and I don't care what others think. Yeah, no, you see, that's the beauty of getting older. You actually genuinely don't. If I do ever decide to get a tattoo, I won't be looking for anybody's yeah. approval. I think you have uh, mellowed in your view towards tattoos over the last 10 minutes or so. Yeah. Me? I'm yeah. feeling you're getting yeah. one, Barbara. Are yeah. you? I feel yeah. it as well, Do you well, think I should Barbara? get one for my 60s? Yeah. 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 I'll do I'm a bit of a baby, though. I'd have to be drunk or something because I don't like I pain. can arrange that. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be difficult. Yeah, oh, yeah. Except no. you get drunk way faster than I, I do. I do. Yeah. I do. I'm a very well. Yeah. There's a plan for next week. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, never seen the me. Poor, okay. The poor man is old enough to know what he wants, and yes. as you say, he's not going to do the job interviews. Let him treat himself if that's what he wants. No need to be. That'd aged. take a while, wouldn't it, to get a big snake down your arm? That'd be a few days. Yes, it? It wouldn't would. get that in one go. Not like. sure about a big snake. One sounds scary. Says Marie and Dundrum. Mm. I like so, the big snake keep them coming I, I can't help but think that somebody out there will know the perfect tattoo for this man and it, I think he knows the yeah, perfect tattoo the, the big snake I think he knows what he wants and he yeah, does I the think go for it make oh, him yeah. uh, him off on to our next okay. little conundrum um, did I settle too soon Yes, the theme, right? Uh, I was a young single mum raising my child by myself without help from anyone when I met my husband whom I'm currently still married to. We now have a toddler <laughs> together and although we fit quote unquote each other very well in many respects lately I find myself questioning the path I've taken and whether or not I've settled too soon. Don't get me wrong my husband is very intelligent attractive knowledgeable about the world around him but I knew when I married him that I was in the lightest sense of the word settling. What I mean is that I settled down because I wanted a complete family for my child child who had no father figure in her life and in a sense I settled for that sense of security and stability instead of searching for somebody who excites the passion and fun in me and that sense of adventure for new things which I am now realising might have been more important to me than I thought 
I find myself fantasising in a daydreamy kind of way about getting away from it all, starting again, but then realising that this would mean a huge upheaval in our lives and the sadness of not only uh, of not being at my toddler 24-7 in the case of divorce, which is something I can't even consider, but I just don't know that I can continue or uh, if this is all there is for me. Is it too late to change the course of things or is this it? I feel like I'll be a granny from Benidorm in my later years <laughs> at this rate, chasing men around on my electric scooter. <laughs> Any advice appreciated? <laughs> I actually love this letter. And first of all, I mean, like there's so many, there's so much in there's so There's so much in it that resonates with me because I was, and, and kudos to anybody, male or female, who's single parenting, because I think to parent alone is still very difficult um, in this country. But um, I was this woman, I was, uh, I was a single parent and, I know when Sherwood and I got together, I did think, I think some of my friends thought this as well, that he wasn't the type of guy that I usually went for. He was quite mm-hmm. different. Um, and I did kind of wonder about that. But with the benefit of 25 years of hindsight, um, I think when you have a child, your priorities clearly change. And what you're looking for in a partner actually does change as well. And you value things that perhaps you wouldn't have valued when you were just you and your Todd when you are a parent and you're looking at this prospective long-term partner, not just as a romantic partner for you, but somebody who's also going to be the father, in this case, of your precious uh, child. So it does make a huge difference. And I think that that is the problem here. It's, it's, it's again, it's a bit like the other one. It's a problem of perception, like that this woman is now kind of wondering but is this really me? Have I settled for somebody who isn't as exciting as the person I always thought um, that I would end up with? Yeah. Um, but I think she kind of knows the answer herself in that she's got a husband who seems to be, I mean, she mentions he's intelligent, attractive, knowledgeable, um, which is all great. But I also think that any person who commits to a lot, to a relationship with somebody else who has a child, in other words, whether mm. you're male or female, and taking on that responsibility as well makes them pretty special. Yeah. Um, and I think that um, he might not be the type of person that she always had in her mind that she would end up with. But I think in the long term, she'll probably have... I know people who married, uh, uh, you know, the the guy who was all the like, yay, and, you know, kind of swept you off your feet and all the rest. I know who've been very happy, but also sometimes that doesn't mm. last, the, last the pace, last the length either. So um, I think... Fantasies are great and definitely you can fantasise all you like. And I don't think you have a long way to go if you've only got a toddler between now and when you're a potentially a granny who isn't around Benny Dorm in your wheelchair. You can still be that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think for now, um, you just need to change your perception um, about how you are where you are. It's kind of Does accepting. Where I, I know, I it's totally, kind of yeah. accepting. Yeah. And you see, I think what happens very often, and I don't know this woman's circumstances, but I know for me there were, and I mean, I, my daughter was 10 when I got married and I feel this, this woman's child might be slightly younger. Um, when you find yourself pregnant and you're on your own and you probably haven't planned it, does take you a long time to come to grips with that. It is like suddenly, you know, driving and hitting the brakes and your car spins around and you suddenly end up on a different road facing a completely different direction to where you'd been. And that takes quite a while to kind of come to grips with. So I feel there's a little bit of that going on here. And I think she's focusing it on her husband. Mm. Maybe I I didn't marry the, the guy that I always thought I was going to marry. But I think she probably made a decision that was as much a decision in her heart, but also in her head, a pragmatic, if you like, yeah. decision. And I think that that may just be something that will stand the test of time more. It mightn't be the exciting wild ride, she thought. And sure, I'm not getting at you when I say that. I know you're probably listening today because you're <laughs> in your car. But, 
you know, you need steady as as the days goes on. You need somebody who who's your rock. Yeah, and that's what you need. And it sounds like this guy could be it. I, I think that you said something interesting, and, and the angle I was going to take because I noticed in her letter that all of this woman's. Um, problems seem to be focused on her husband and it wasn't really there wasn't there wasn't very much self analysis going on and and that includes what you're talking about um, understanding how I got to be in the situation where I was and how I'm in the situation where you know I am now and that includes um, evaluating what it is about her and what it is that she wants that makes her be in this that has this flighty we all have it I suppose yeah. but the flighty side of her isn't being um, nurtured but the kind of responsible mom sensible stable yeah. side of her is being catered for so it's natural in a way for you to kind of want to pay attention to the part of your personality that isn't getting the attention and yeah. I think that's kind of what's going on here yeah. is that maybe there are ways for her to have her cake and eat it by spicing something up in her life and I'm not saying getting a moped in Benidorm now but I'm saying that there are ways in which she can You sound like you're telling her to go and have an affair or something No I'm not that's kind of, that's kind of what I was saying not saying okay. that. No, what, I, I think she's managed to put this lovely life around herself where yeah. her children are really cherished and in a loving home and she's a bit loving and, and sounds like an adoring husband That's you've done something very special exactly. there Exactly and I think sometimes you don't realise that Yeah at the time because anybody no matter who you've married or not married when you're dealing with two small kids like you do have lots of days when you go is this it because there's a lot of drudgery and there's a lot yeah, of hard work that, and there's a lot of relentlessness could happen regardless, regardless of whether you have exactly. children or not in any relationship you go through these phases where you're kind of going oh god you yeah. know is this the right stage for me to be out you know you know are the, are the good days gone yeah. is it just going to be drudgery but you and, know that all relationships end up being, you know, where you, you have the days where you think my our only conversation is who's bringing the bins out, who's taking the kids <laughs> to school, who's picking up after the dog, who's, you know, cutting the yeah. grass. And you kind of go, is this it? Is this what life? And it is. It's part of growing up. That is what life yeah. ends up being about. But at the same time, it's only when you hit a rough patch, which all relationships will and life will. Life throws curveballs at you that you need somebody solid. Yeah, at your back, and I if she has that, I think can't help thinking of arranged marriages during this. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done pieces on them in the past where people have been put into arranged marriages and have had happy marriages. Yeah, have yeah. Said we've actually our parents chose very because well. Because once you remove away the, the whole the, the 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 contrivance around it, you're still just talking about two people having a relationship of some kind and working out a way to make that work. Make, them, make it yeah. work. And yeah. make that work is the key. It's not, oh, yeah. it just worked without us doing a thing. And that's very important. That's all bit. relationships take you work. Have to all of them. Go, what, what compromises there am I going to make? What changes am I going to make in, in, in me or in my lifestyle that's going to help this relationship yeah. and all of the sub-relationships around us to, to work? A recurring theme on the texts coming in are people saying, did she say all that to her husband and tell the fantasy woman to tell her husband what she wants? Is that... Oh God, you'd have you, to be really, really, really careful of what she's going to be telling her husband. You know, I mean, what's she going to tell him? You're a bit boring, love, and I'm not feeling very... Because um, I think, going back to what I was saying, uh, I think that this is not about her husband. This is it's about not, her. It's, you're actually right. right. Yeah, it's actually about her. It's not about her husband. Yeah, it really is. It's about her going, what is it about me? What is yeah. it about me that, 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 that I can look at what's happening and I can rationally say, this man came into our lives and it was a good thing for me and for our child and for the child I yeah. had already. We've created this 
stable scenario yeah. that's good for the people involved and yet I'm still going it's not enough for me what is it that I'm missing that's the but also and again you've to set that up against our culture which which very much still tells women that the husband should be the leader and the head of the household and the one to perhaps instigate a lot of the stuff that she's equating with kind of the sense of fun and and passion that she wants she can be the one to do that to drive that that's what I meant about you know, yeah, that exactly. she needs yeah. to be the one driving around moped yeah exactly um, I like this I, I think you can get bogged down in the thought and the excitement of a new partner and even fantasising about a new yes. partner I think particularly when the kids are young as women we can get a little bit lost yeah. make time for yourself to find who you are I think that's very that's wise right advice, yeah. that goes beautifully into a text saying uh, Declan and Barbara I'm on my own here taking down the Christmas decorations and laughing my head off thank you very much that. <laughs> just the last about question taking down your Christmas decorations <laughs> the last question <laughs> is just on that one. Oh, okay. God, very right. nice segue that I drove through sorry it's all right. my boyfriend and I have just spent our first Christmas together in the apartment we now share I suggested on New Year's Day that we take down the decorations he said it's tradition in his family to keep them up I presume he meant until Nulignaman today happy yep. Nulignaman but he says no he wants to keep the decorations up until at least early February as is tradition and ideally until Valentine's Day I was so taken aback that I decided to hold off provoking an argument but I am appalled <laughs> <laughs> he feels we need to extend the joy where we can not that I'm a Scrooge but Christmas is over I'm sorry should we not now move on uh, yeah well you know are your decorations Dan? Um, no not are yet yours? no no are. Although are they all down in the attic put away wow. since when beautifully organised is it not meant to be like what about the Ukrainians what <laughs> yeah, we're, what? What? so the reason I'm saying that is because it, we had a similar situation with the studio in RT where they took away the, the Christmas tree from the telly bingo set um, already and somebody in Dunn's gave out to me about it going, you're not meant to take the Christmas tree down until the 7th of January or whatever like and I'm going, okay, why? And I'm going, is it because that's when the Ukrainians celebrate their Christmas? Oh, I see. Right. You know, right. So do the Spaniards. Barbara, why did you take yours? When did <laughs> because, you take down? Well, now, I would have probably left it up a bit longer, but okay. um, traditionally we have always, I get over Christmas. I was never a big fan of Christmas. Like, I prefer Halloween. So we get to kind of New Year's Day and I'm like, right, New Year's Day, we're in a new year. It's January. Let's take everything down and let's move, crack on. Um, so, yeah. And also we always get a real Christmas tree and our house is probably, it's in a room with an open fire. So I always find that by about the 1st of January, my Christmas tree very is dry. starting to look very depressed. Yeah. And there's nothing worse than a sad Christmas tree. Yeah. And every so often you're watching the telly and there's a, um, a boing, something falls off it yes. and disappears, rolls onto the sofa. So for all those reasons, but also my husband is anal about Christmas lights and it took us it took him really the entire yeah. day and I mean we don't we're yeah. not like Chevy Chase's Christmas vacation <laughs> we don't have that many lights but they all have to, to be wound up carefully you, you say anal I say highly organised yeah. 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 yeah I say admiration he's very and he moves at the and speed you, every, of the snail he takes them out and they work yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. and every it. year he reminds me of the year that he wasn't around because he was working and I took down the Christmas tree lights and it took him four days to untangle right. them so, so bottom line you think it should come down Barbara this woman I mean where is he going? He wants them up until Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. But you know what? I do get the holding on to the kind of, you know, the sparkle and the light. Well, and I've left year. Christmas, not Christmas lights, I've left fairy lights up in the back garden. Okay. So I'm not going to annoy the neighbours by having them up or have be talked about, but I have them in the back garden so I can see them. And, you know, a few fairy lights around your house, fine. Okay, but not, right. not yeah, I, 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 a lot of people feel Final like, word from like, you, like retail, they think there needs to be something in the shop window all the time. And that's a bit, yeah. boring because if there's something in the window all the time then there's nothing is 
new. Nothing is special if you've always That's got true. Your, Nothing I think is special. Needs to be like Christmas is done. I think Christmas is over t- today. today. It's you know the three wise men came in and said, "Mary, take down the Christmas tree." Of nothing, come on before you sit down. Yeah. Right. Thank you very much for thank that. You. As always, Declan Barber. Can't Pleasure. wait to find out what's going to happen with the tattoo front. Really oh. looking forward to further developments on that and Christmas trees. Yes or no? Let us know. Uh, we'll be meeting the dragon sculptor after the break. Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.